Another podcast where Tucker and Mora talk about drugs. <laughs> you get me so high is the name of that song from the neighborhood. Um, intentionally chosen because today is National Brownie Day. In honor, weed, weed brownies? Not just regular brownies, <laughs> ah. but in honor of National Brownie Day, a medicinal marijuana company decided to make the world's largest <laughs> weed brownie. No, that's the worst decision ever. <laughs> okay. Never do that. Uh, how many pounds do you think this weed brownie weighed? What's it like? This is, you know, they're hoping it's like the largest ever. Mm. For uh, 50 pounds? 50 pounds, okay. You think that'd be pretty big, eh? 50 pound weed brownie? <laughs> 850 pounds, <try>. 800. <laughs> How do you divvy that up? You know, how many people well, could I, get high from a brownie of that size? I can break it down for you, okay? In this 850 pound brownie. Yes. Uh, by the way, in terms of ingredients, they had to put in how many eggs? <laughs> In that, do you think? 850-pound brownie. Um, I'm I mean, what's the average amount in a regular brownie? One to one two. Pound? yeah. One to two. So, I don't know. I guess, I guess, um, would it be fair to say 600 eggs? 1,344 eggs oh. went into this. <laughs> uh, 81 pounds of flour. And also, uh, there was 20,000 milligrams of THC. <laughs> which, oh my God! Which, if you know anything about weed, twenty thousand milligrams. The the standard dose, if you were doing like an edible, would be between five and ten milligrams. That's right. Okay, so if you just picked ten milligrams as being like the extreme <laughs> version of it, there's two thousand brownies. You could break it up into two thousand individual portions for Jeez, somebody. That's dangerous, though, because I find with brownies. That have cannabis in them. Sometimes people get hit really hard. Sometimes people don't. Does it depend on how you mix that batter? Oh yeah, yeah. You know? With my luck, I get the end piece <laughs> that happens to have oh a little more than ten. Turns out there's fifty milligrams. Oh. Next thing you know, I'm in the hospital yeah. and I'm like praying to be put down. Yes. <laughs> the, the brownie surprisingly isn't as white. It's, it looks like um, I could show you a picture here, but. It's probably maybe four f- by four feet wide, like four feet by four what? feet, and about two feet high. It's like a big block, but it's super dense. You know what this? I'm looking at the picture of it, Are you? and you know what it looks like to me? What? It looks like that scene in Jurassic Park when um, they're looking at the dinosaur shit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like a big pile of shit on a table <laughs> is what it looks like. <laughs> but it's a squ- perfect square. Perfect square shit. Yeah, yeah. Square yeah. shape. And then yeah. you got a bunch of people wearing lab coats and hairnets and stuff standing around it because this is like a, a facility that normally makes this kind of stuff. So it's not so like... So what are they going to do with this brownie? Great question. <laughs> They're getting high for the next 2,000 days. Uh, no, they are uh, going to donate it to like... Um, you know the places that are uh, that help people who need uh, municipal marijuana. Gotcha. Yeah. 
Because they, they did this in Massachusetts. I'm not sure if that's one of those states where you can, like, just anyone can have weed or mm. if you need a license to have weed. But uh, they're going to be donating it for a good cause. Nice. Yeah, I've I've never ever seen weed brownies go over well for everybody. No, I it's know just, it's one of those things where it turned me <laughs> off ever trying edibles. To be honest, seeing yes. so many people have a negative experience. Yes, totally. You know, my husband Matt brought home an edible yesterday that he picked up, and it is a like peanut butter cup, chocolate peanut butter cup. Okay, I'm like, I don't want to have that. Because that's so delicious. He's like, oh, people are raving about these. They recommended them in the store because they're so good. I'm like, don't give me something tasty. Yeah, you know, because you're going to want another I'm going to want another one or I'm going to take too much because it's so delicious. No, thanks. It's got to taste like medicine, right? Yeah. Fisherman's <laughs> friend. Something like kind of off. Yeah, that's you a know? good point. It shouldn't be delicious. That's the problem with like weed brownies. Sometimes you can't even taste the marijuana and it's delicious. So people are like, I'll have some more. And then it takes forever to kick in. Yeah. And to be to be fair to the edible uh, community, every time I've seen weed brownies or hash brownies or whatever go bad, it was because they were homemade. It yes. was somebody who brought them to a party. <laughs> yeah. And it was one of those cases where, yeah, I'm sure some end up with a little bit more yes. of a hit than others. <laughs> and it's also a case of people after 45 minutes not feeling anything and taking another one. And then oh it all God. comes crashing down. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Well. There you go. Happy National Brownie <laughs> Day. I'm just going to make some regular brownies. How about that? Do you have like a, an icing rule? Like, are you strictly no icing for your brownies? Because I that drives me crazy. I, I need the icing. You want the icing? Yeah, I want it to be a mini cake, like a dense cake. Mm, I don't have a rule per se, but I don't necessarily think the best brownies in the world come with icing on top. I think they're like, you know, they almost have a texture that's a little bit icing-like. You know, it's not a cake, man. It's a brownie. Otherwise, the top of the brownie looks like the end piece of a loaf of bread. You know, you get that crust on it. Uh, I, want, I want that smoothed over. It doesn't need to be thick icing. Just, but just a little like, bit, eh? Like half a centimeter, something like that might be a good call. There's nothing better than a brownie. Oh, my God. I want one. Have you had a blondie, by the way? It's better for people who can't eat chocolate. It's a brownie with no chocolate check I mean, it out it's a, yeah we call that a square <laughs> it's like a hundred different types a so, yeah. square well yeah it's a brownie without chocolate it's also know. called a blondie it's called a vanilla piece of cake or check something check it out yeah. blondies now for those who are wondering Bundes is here he's just being very quiet today <laughs> you alright I have no like experience really with weed or brownies yeah. or anything like that like, it's not my thing you want to talk about cocaine <laughs> opioids you want to talk about meth heroin meth? let's no. do it oh you've never tried meth I've never done meth yeah yeah, I know. yeah. <laughs> that was our last podcast was the cocaine one was yeah, it yeah. <laughs> um, the daily take two is coming up next. If you can, just let me know if it's okay to call you. Let's talk to Amora. By the way, I forget when it was, but we were talking about slang terms for 2021. 
and all the ones that you should, you know, know about and mm-hmm. have in your vernacular. Mm-hmm. I heard one the other day. My kids were using this term. I'm like, I've never heard of this. Have you guys ever heard of the term pick me girl? She's a pick me girl. No, what's a pick me girl? I don't think it's a compliment. I guess it depends. Because in some respects, I was like, I wonder if Maura's a pick-me girl. <laughs> okay. And, and maybe, you know what, if you embrace it, maybe it's like if someone calls you a nerd, it's like, yeah, I wear it with pride. Right, you know what sure, I mean? Sure, yes. So a pick-me girl is a girl who goes out of their way to impress boys <laughs> and make them seem that they're not like other girls. Kind of like a simp, but for girls. <laughs> What's a what? simp? I don't know. What's a simp, Bundes? Uh A simp is like a like a dude who who does way too much for a woman that is disinterested in him. Oh, oh yeah. Oh. yeah. Just buying them stuff, taking them out, and and, and they're, they're just getting played. It's like he puts the ladies before the bros. You know what I'm saying? Like like it's very prevalent in internet culture with like OnlyFans and Twitch streamers and stuff like that. Like dudes will just like hand money over to these like hot women on oh, on the internet and gotcha. they get nothing out of it. They just obsess over them and they are <laughs> never getting anything in return for their for their simping. This is what a pick me girl would say. Okay. Uh, I only hang out with guys because I can't handle girls' drama. I'm so much like you guys and not like that. You know? <laughs> that's a pick-me girl. Wait a second. And that's why I was like, you know what? You know what that kind of reminds me of? I mean, what? I don't know what to say about pick that. I've me, always me, had... Uh, no, I don't want to be picked. I've just always had more male friends than female friends. Uh, it's because you're so different. No, you're it's so not because I'm so, so different. different it's just, you know, girl, uh, my best girlfriend... The, uh, Dumped me. <laughs> Tell us about that story again. What was I was her name? in grade eight. I'm not yeah. going to say her, her name. First name? No, she's in the. She knows who she is. Not that I'm still upset about it. I'm over it. Yeah. But yeah, she just said we can't be best friends anymore in grade eight. She broke up with me in the school bathroom. I was bawling. That's she's just like, so yeah. crazy. She, I, she, I, she was. We were best friends since kindergarten, you know. And she was just more interested in boys, and I wasn't. She there was yet. a pick me girl. Sounds like. Sounds like it. <laughs> but yeah, I've just been. She's ev- not like you. She can't hang out with Mora. She's got to hang out with the boys. Anyways, yeah. just and then in high school, I just seemed to hang out with guys more. I just got made more friends with guys. I was like, hey, mm. guys, pick me. <laughs> <laughs> pick me. <laughs> what bothers me about it is that mm. if you stand out in any way, are you a pick me girl? Like if there's something different about you, is it like you're trying to draw attention to yourself? So now pick me because I, I hate that everyone has to look the same and behave the same and fit into this mold. Nah, you know I what I mean? It, I think it's more to do with people who are pretending that they're not like that because they want to be picked. So they're not being Guys, true to themselves. Who doesn't want to be they're picked? Kinda, they're kind of putting on a show. They're putting on a show. Ah. Uh. Well, anyway, I heard this as like, that is completely foreign. So the next time you hear it, at least you have an understanding of what's going on. So you know it's a diss. Tucker Amora, we've been talking about uh, some new words we're learning, some new terms like pick-me-girl and simp. Pick-me-girl is somebody who goes out of their way to make it seem like they are uh, just so different than the other girls. You got to hang with her. She can't handle the girls. Too much drama there. Uh, Alex wanted to weigh in on this. Alex, what's your take on this? Um, so pick-me-girl in gamer terms is not a good thing. Um, a pick-me-girl 
is girls who hate other girl gamers. They'll intentionally tear them down. They will say or do anything to basically be the attention of men. And they normally suck at gaming. (laughs) They want all the attention. (laughs) Yeah. But who doesn't like a little attention? I mean, why is that a bad thing? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) More is a pick-me girl. We figured that out. So that's why she's she's, uh, a little defensive now. Doesn't everyone want attention? I mean... It's not so much the attention, it's that they get the attention by tearing down others, and that's not, uh, yeah. that's not right. How would this come up in your gaming life? Like, I don't see this so, happening in Call of Duty, okay? That's a game I play. It is actually in Call of Duty. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that's what I play with my friends. And if you get into a lobby with mostly guys and there's a girl on the other team, normally if you start talking, she'll kind of just be downright nasty towards you. And um, I've joined other games, like lobbies with guys who have already had a girl there, and she'll flat out just ignore you or intentionally go out of her way to make nasty remarks. Like there's only enough room in a lobby for one female gamer. What are you coming in here? (laughs) Ah, Interesting. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, and you guys should be helping each other, right? You guys should come together instead of, you know, treating each other like competition. Mm -hmm. You should be supporting each other. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how turned on Bundus is hearing you talk about this? I stuff, love this, man. It's great. Like, he just—he's so—he's a—he's the biggest Call of Duty guy, you know. Oh, okay. Anyway, uh, thanks for weighing in on this. Appreciate it. No problem. Have a good day. She's like a unicorn, man. Like yeah. a good Call of Duty gamer girl. Like you don't find that very often. You, I mean, Bundus rewatches old games he's played yeah. where they won. What? Like, yeah, he watches. He's got the them all recorded. Yeah. That is weird. The, re- the whole thing. He likes to see how it all came together. He relives it. Yeah. I, I'm starting to wonder if you also exhibit some traits of a simp. That is a wild accusation, my friend. A simp is somebody who works a little too hard for a woman's affection. Mm. I'll bring up one example, mm-hmm. and this is 100% a simp move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Designer purse. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. not right. Okay, yeah, okay. Designer, Designer purse. purse. How much did you spend on that purse? Thousands of okay. dollars. Okay. Here's the here is the <laughs> distinction between a simp and me. Okay. okay. Well, I got hosed. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> After spending a lot of money. Yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. The difference yeah. is that was oh. my girlfriend. Ah. A simp would do that and receive nothing in return. Ah, okay. So gotcha. maybe I'm more of a simp because I've definitely like been in the friend zone too many times. When you're buying gifts for somebody that has zero interest in you, nah, I'm not really. I'm not really buying gifts, but maybe paying attention to girls that I like. But they, I'm in the friend zone, and why am I wasting my time? But it's not like on the on the horrible end of it, where if like you bought a designer purse for the girl that friend zoned you in mm. hopes that that was gonna like somehow spark something. Oh, gotcha. And then you keep doing things like that in, in, in the hopes that like, oh, she's gonna like eventually fall in love with me one day. That is simping. Essentially a sucker. Yeah, right? yeah well, it, t- it t- takes one to know one, eh, simp? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Simps for life! <laughs> uh, for Christmas, I'm going to buy you a bracelet with an engravable section. It just says simp. simp. <laughs> I'll, wear it. I'll, wear it my, I'll wear it to my deathbed. All right. Yeah. Rob says Bundus should change his username. <laughs> to simp! Simp! <laughs> Okay, so now I have a text from Steve about when he was a simp. He realized... (laughs) 
that he was a simp back in the day. We're not done with this. I love it. We're okay. not done with it. And I, I think now that I hear Steve's text, I'm like, have we not all been simps at one point uh, in our lives? I'm sure. In fact, we should do this we this should. week as we should do like, uh, tell us about the time you were a simp. And a simp, by the way, if you're just joining us, it's somebody who's just working too hard for somebody who's not paying them any affection Who's back. not really interested in it's, it's someone who's kind of desperate. It's like, oh, let me buy you some more drinks. Maybe you'll be interested in me now. Let me buy you and a they designer never purse. Are. And they never are. One, it's like you could break it down into lots of times where you're trying to pick up women that don't want to have anything to do with you and you keep trying and then eventually you give up. I mean, sure, you're simping yeah. to a certain extent sure. along that journey. Of course, yes. I okay. Mean, Everybody kind of goes through that at one point. Yeah, it's it's the extremes I think that we're we're laughing at the most. Okay, so okay, so uh, Steve says when he was uh, in grade three, his dad, (laughs) his his dad would give him two dollars every day for the chocolate milk cart that would come to their classroom, and every day he would give that two dollars to Heather, who he liked so much. Later, he found out that she was getting two from a couple of different guys in the class every single day and he was just one of the simps (laughs) in her she was probably a little bit of a pick me girl I don't know if she was a pick me girl she was getting picked I don't think she was like it was just happening people were under her spell yes they were but yeah when you hear that story you got to have another story just like that where you were feeding into somebody's uh, thing and they were not giving you back anything. That's like almost identical to the, how it is today with like a girl with an OnlyFans page and like tons of guys will pay money just to see pictures that are deemed a little like Racy. You know, racy that yeah. are on her Instagram. Right. So you so, get these guys who are like buying them gifts and doing stuff for their attention, but really in the end, they're just going simps. And you got a bunch of pick me girls who are thinking they're extra special posting pictures. Is that right? <laughs> <laughs> Look at me. Different than all the other girls. I'm different. <laughs> I don't know. I think those girls are getting picked whether <laughs> they're pick me girls or not. Most Probably. Likely. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Carly said she's not surprised Bundes could spell out what OnlyFans is all about for I, us. I, <laughs> I am not a simp. I have never paid money for any OnlyFans or anything like that. Uh-huh. Never. Uh-huh. Just in tune with the internet culture. Uh, okay. Uh-huh. He's uh-huh. just dialed in. He's dialed in. <laughs> like any good simp would be. <laughs> Here's a hot new trend. I think Bundes is doing this without even trying. Oh, yeah? Because you live in a bachelor pad and okay. a bachelor condo, so everything's in one room. Mm-hmm. But apparently, we all need to move the Christmas tree into the bedroom. Oh, uh-huh. It's great. I'm not gonna lie. I like. I fall asleep with the tree on every yes! night. It's so good, man. It's, fire hazard. No, it's not. It doesn't need to be a fire hazard. I mean, it's the glow of the tree while you're sleeping. It's not only promoting like a really nice sleep. It is also promoting some sexy times. Am I right, Bundes? Let me just say the vibes are right every night in the zone.
and the zone is what I call the pad. You call it the zone? <laughs> was that before the actual app to zone? Yeah. Was covering sports and stuff? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, that was your thing before mm. they stole it from you. Mm. Okay. A study has found that more couples are putting Christmas trees in the bedroom because it actually improves your sex life. One in six couples are doing it this year. It creates a more romantic atmosphere, as Bundes is saying. The pine smell, if it's real, you got that tree smell, which is so fresh. It connects us with nature. It connects us with our earliest ancestors, apparently. And it helps us sleep and make love. Let me tell you something else you can do year round that I've done with my uh, teenage Tucker bedroom in the basement. Yeah. So I sleep in the basement during the week. Mm-hmm. I've got the room. It's kind of set up like a teenager's room. I've got <laughs> one of my kite uh, boarding boards <laughs> mounted on the wall. Yeah. But my kids uh, had an extra strip of LED lights. Yes. So the back wall <laughs> right over like the kite board and stuff <laughs> like the ceiling and then down the sides. Almost like a bed frame, if you will. Yes. It's all LED lights, and I can change the color. <laughs> the, the other night, Deb came down to tuck me in, if you know what I mean. Oh. I turned those lights on to the red setting, oh. and I just had the red glow of the lights. Yeah. And I was like, Amsterdam red light district, here we go. Oh, my God. I got I got lots of different colors I can pick. I could have them flashing. It was uh, it, it's flashing. kind of a cool vibe because you get a bit of light, but it's just you know it's just the right amount. You don't want right too amount. much. Kind of like a Christmas tree. Yeah, <laughs> that is funny. It is literally like your college dorm room. It totally is. <laughs> I'm gonna put street signs up next. <laughs> I love it. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But I, but now because these ones were like hand me downs, I want better ones. That frame the whole back wall. Okay, slow so down. So it's on my Christmas list. <laughs> do it. Do yeah. it. Do it. And in the morning when I get up and yeah. I'm just lying there for a bit, I turn on those lights because and I can set the dimness of it oh. and it just gets gets you ready slowly. I love that. Go to bed, have them on. Yes. It's vibe. It's like teenage Tucker is very happy in that bedroom. <laughs> there you go. That's essentially the Christmas tree all year round yeah. that you're doing. You're welcome. If you've got one of those massive work Zoom calls today, I certainly hope your boss isn't planning on doing what this boss just did. 900 employees over a Zoom call that lasted three minutes were fired. If you're on this call, you are part of the unlucky group being laid off. Your employment here is terminated effective immediately. It's been a really, really challenging decision to make. I've This is the second time in my career I'm doing this, and I do not, do not want to do this. The last time I did it, I cried. Um, This time I hope to be stronger. I mean, who is this guy? He's making it all about him. I cannot believe he said that. Yeah. The last time I did this, I I cried. cried. Oh, poor you. This time I put a whole bunch of people out of work, I cried. Oh, and I hope to be stronger this time. Well, good for you. You know what'll make it stronger? Still having your job. (laughs) The guy probably makes millions of dollars if he's a CEO of such a big company. Mm -hmm. The last time I did it, I cried. Uh, Oh, God. I just want to say that uh, last time I did this, I was a bawling mess. Uh, it's no fun. 
looking at all your sad faces on this Zoom call. <laughs> Give me a break. Listen, I do feel for p- bosses that have to do that. I imagine sure. that's a nightmare. It's probably the worst day of the year to have to fire people. But you, you, you can't make it about yourself. But we are laying off about 15% of the company. You gotta be kidding me. Who's that? Is that somebody this is who an employee who's They uh, unmuted themselves? <laughs> <laughs> this is an moment? employee, yeah, who's like recording the call. Uh, I'm just gonna take myself off mute here. You can go and you know what? <laughs> I guess you probably are able to control that other people can't weigh in, right? When you're doing a Zoom you can, call like this, you I, can mute everybody? Yes, I think you can mute everyone, force people to stay on mute. Hi, it's uh, Ted. I just joined in. I'm a bit late. Sorry, what did I miss? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I wonder if off the top of that call they were like, well, Any, Can anyone bring me up to speed as to what the first part of this meeting was about? I kind of just caught something about effective immediately. Were we talking about our bonuses or a Christmas party? What's going on? Oh, my God. Well, yeah, there's always people <laughs> you know? late to meetings. Yeah. Oh. 900 people on this call. There has to be a couple of suckers who are late. Plus, you know there's 900 people who are going to be on this call. You're probably doing other things. Yes. You're probably like, oh, I don't need to be a participant in this. You're at Loblaws. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know? right. What is the stupidest thing you've caught yourself doing because you were glued to your phone? Like, mm. you just weren't paying attention. Something happened to me yesterday. It could have been uh, it could have been life-altering, Mora. Oh, really? Not gonna lie. You could have died? Well, I maybe. <laughs> I, hard to say. Hard to say. Uh, let me lay it out for you, okay? Okay. And I want to know, like, you know, obviously I don't want to hear about people getting in accidents because they were texting and driving and stuff. I'm talking about just everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. You're glued to your phone and then you're like, oh, my God, I'm such an idiot. This almost happened. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I um, I've, I caught myself going into a Subway sandwich shop yesterday. Mm. Ordered me a, a wrap. Had a wrap. Mm-hmm. The uh, I think they got like a bunch of new menu stuff. Okay. So... What do I do? I'm alone, glued to my phone while I'm eating the wrap. Guess what happens next? <laughs> you you think to take the actual wrap off the wrap. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're not far off. You think you're picking up the sandwich, but you've actually picked up something else and you're bringing it towards your mouth. <laughs> the corpse of a small animal? Uh, no. <laughs> what happened was I, you know, I unfold the wrap. I start eating it. Yes. I get embroiled in some stupid, you know, Article. news feed or whatever. Sure. The algorithm's feeding me perfectly because I can't pull my eyes away and before I know it I realize that for the last few bites I've been eating the napkin that's wrapped around the wrap you know it's just you idiot and I'm like taking bites and then at some point I'm like I feel like I'm eating the napkin I look sure enough there's a bunch of bite marks out of it Like, oh, you idiot. Oh, my God. So stupid. so funny. You're in such a fog, eh? (laughs) Yeah, but I place it, you know, with the wrap and the the napkin. It's, you know, kind of a thin part the way I had. I chose to kind of wrap it myself. I don't want to put my bare hands on the thing, so I want to make sure it's protected. And I was like, oh, this wrap kind of tastes a little extra chewy. What's going on? It's a freaking napkin. So I I easily took like three bites out of the napkin. (laughs) But I'd, I, you know, I'd put so much stuff in this wrap, it wasn't entirely right. noticeable at first. You could have easily said to the sandwich artist, you know what, throw a napkin in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before you basically. wrap it up. <laughs> so, 
Could it have been? Could it have affected my health? Sure. Who knows what that napkin's going to do to my insides? That's right. You ever see what happens when a dog eats like uh, paper and stuff? Comes out the bum. You got to pull it out sometimes. <laughs> Gets caught up in there. I don't want to be dealing with that. Comes out one full piece, doesn't it? Oh, depends. Yeah. I mean, oh. anyway, I mean, it could have been worse. Could have been like a sock or something that I was, you know. Could have been a sock. But uh, I want to know, like, what's the stupidest thing you've caught yourself doing while you've been glued to the phone? If you have a story as well, that'll make me feel better. I'd love to hear from you. What is the stupidest thing you've done because you were glued to your phone? I mean, yesterday, I was talking about this earlier. I ordered a Subway uh, wrap. Mm -hmm. I'm eating the wrap. And uh, before I know it, I'm just glued to my phone. I'm eating napkin that's wrapped around the wrap. I took at least three bites of it before I realized. <laughs> that something was off. I had a lot of Southwest sauce in there. Like, there was a lot of things to kind of, like, mask the fact that it was a napkin. But I had, like, three bite marks. I should have taken a picture. Because the last bite mark, you could literally see, like, you know, the bite mark. Yeah, the, yeah, The yeah. teeth and everything. Yeah. <laughs> you would have been so mad at yourself, too. I was stupid. It's like, ah, oh, you're an idiot. Look up from your damn phone. Yeah, what pay was, attention, man. I guarantee whatever I was looking at was not important. Right. You know, I yes. was just sucked into the algorithm of some mm-hmm. feed. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was Twitter or Instagram or what. But yeah. Anyway, I was sucked in. Want to know what's the stupidest thing you've done because you were glued to your phone? Uh, Aaron, uh, what's the stupidest thing you've done when you've been glued to your phone? Okay, so started up a game of Clash Royale on my phone, and uh, <laughs> I got—I was pouring a, a, a drink. I can't remember what kind of drink it was. It was like a harmless, non-alcoholic drink. It was just an everyday thing, and I guess I got too into the game, and I, oh, I totally over-poured the drink. <laughs> just kept filling it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like you couldn't pull yourself away for the what would that take? Seven seconds, maybe twelve, if it was like fizzy. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I didn't even clean it up right away. I actually sat down and finished the game first. <laughs> yeah, of course, of course. What is this game yeah. you're talking about? Oh man, Clash Royale. It's a nice little. Uh, like I don't have much. I got kids now, so I don't have much time to play video games or or have much time to myself. So. It's a nice little three-minute round, so it's, it's uh, I don't know, it's a fun little game that I play on my phone when I have three minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it sucks you um, right in. Yeah, it really does. <laughs> yeah, you can definitely get lost in the, in the Royale. In the Royale. <laughs> yeah, that sounds, sounds addictive. Yeah. Hey, thanks uh, for sure. That. That's great. Thanks for having me. Uh, Brayden, what's that stupid thing you did while you were glued to your phone? Well... I would say it's not because it's glued to my phone. It's probably just because my eyes aren't open in the morning. But I used to always put the milk back in the cupboard and the uh, the cereal back in the fridge. Ah, mm. uh, yeah. I've done that. I've done that. that. Oh, yeah. That's totally a phone thing. You got the <laughs> phone in one hand. You're kind of looking at stuff. You're just not really there. Totally. Oh, yeah. How long before you realize? Is that like it's there all day and then the milk's done? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've, I've come home and I uh, went to go pour cereal and then I realized the, the milk is in the cupboard and the cereal is in the fridge. Yeah. I'm like, oh. <laughs> You're done. You're done. <laughs> yeah. All right. Thanks, man. That's great. Oh, no problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. Tucker Mora, I think one of you is going to be excited about this and one of you is going to roll their eyes, but I want you to do something right now. 
I want you to uh, go on your computers, guys. Mm-hmm. I want you to uh, go to Calvin Klein Instagram and tell me what you see. Calvin Klein's Instagram. Okay. Yeah. Just tag Calvin Klein. Oh, my God. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? I mean, I'm sorry. Are you even seeing the 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 icon or what do you get? The profile picture for Calvin Klein now, too? It's been yeah. updated. Yeah. Whoa. Oh, I go to the story. Oh, I didn't see that. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> I might have to. St- I only wear Calvin Klein underwear, and I might have to stop. Now. Oh yeah, look look at the second to last post where, where the two are looking in the camera. Yeah. Do you see that one? Yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't want to be associated with that. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, that's if, too if, funny. If you're not able to follow along by going to Calvin Klein's Instagram, I'll tell you what you're seeing or what Bundes and Moore are looking at now for the first time. And the latest post is a picture of Pete Davidson giving mm. the peace sign, uh, doing a selfie uh, shot into a mirror. And then the other one is Machine Gun Kelly and Pete Davidson looking kind of dorky and surprised, leaning into the camera. <laughs> and the caption shot. is, did we nail it or did we nail it? Yeah. <laughs> and it looks like they did not nail it. I mean, for wasn't David Beckham a model for Calvin Klein? Like, we're talking the caliber of David Beckham. Justin Bieber? Even Bieber. You know? uh, To this. This casual kind of... I don't get the Machine Gun Kelly thing. I've told you Pete Davidson is cute. You guys can't get behind that. Are you that. looking at the picture of him? <laughs> that is not a cute picture. It's guy, not that, a good picture. It's not a good picture. But that's how he looks. That's his face. You're talking about how hot he is all the time. That's him right there. Don't get me wrong. Fine. You know, like, I don't care if he's a super hot guy, but if you're going to be a Calvin Klein underwear model uh-huh. and you're grabbing Pete Davidson, anyway. They're both with two of the hottest women on the planet. I, I wonder if that had something to do with that. Well, you think that they're, you know, right now all over pop culture. So there you go. Pete Davidson and Machine Gun Kelly are going to be Calvin Klein underwear models. Somebody commented, is this going to break the internet? I think it will. Yeah, maybe not for the right reasons, though. <laughs> Tucker and Mora. So, Jimmy Fallon released a Christmas song with Ariana Grande and Megan The Stallion. And this is more than just a bit. This is like a full song that really? was released the uh, the official way. So, let's have a listen to this thing. You think it's a jokey song? I, I feel like it's going to be a jokey song. It's called, It Was A, dot, 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 in brackets, Masked Christmas, which is obviously, you know, pandemic. Got the bells. What's up, y'all? It's Megan Thee Stallion, Ariana Grande, and Jimmy Fallon. Y'all know what time it is. It's time to get those boosters. <laughs> it was a mass Christmas. We stayed in the house. We covered our nose and covered our mouth. But it's Christmas time. We'll be in line for a Oh yeah. In the laundry room, but it's Christmas time. We'll be in line 
super jokey. It's not so bad. Like the beat's kind of good. <laughs> I think the harshest critic on the show is probably Professor Bundes. Mm-hmm. I gotta say, there's potential here, but I don't like it because it doesn't commit either way. It's not a Christmas song, and right. it's not singing something heartfelt, yeah. and it's not fully committing to be a joke song where right. he's laughing. Yeah. yeah, it's just mediocre. It's, it's just, right in the middle there, isn't it? Yeah. That's a hundred percent how I felt. Yeah. When I gave it its first listen, was like, it's just not Is it a jokey joke? enough. Is it for real? Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. It's also, yeah. I mean, the, yeah. the COVID jokes, I don't, yeah. it's not funny. Be in line for a booster. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. My gut hurts from not laughing yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that one. Okay, so what does BTS do with their song Butter to make it a holiday remix? Yeah, let's find out. You think they add some. Bells to it? What do you think? I hope they did more than just bells. Okay. I hope they changed some lyrics and like yeah, you know? Christified yeah. it. Yeah, okay. Smooth like butter, like criminal undercover. Yeah. <laughs> it is a little different. Like this is awesome. It's way better than the original. Do you like it better? Already, I like it better, yeah. like a Christmas commercial. Yes. really like this. Uh, yeah. <laughs> You're feeling it, I am. <laughs> well, there you go. Something old that's new again from BTS. There are some holiday pictures that you guys should not be posting, okay? Security experts are saying, hey, you're leaving the door wide open for a robbery, okay? Everybody right now is using the, um, the hashtag Christmas door. And taking a picture of their beautiful Christmas decorations outside their place. Well, guess what? The burglars would like to thank you for that post because you just told them exactly what tools to bring to break into your home. Oh, he's got that kind of lock. Okay, I'll bring that. And oh, he's got a camera. Okay, we better bring that. You've basically given them a little roadmap on how to get in. Now, what about that picture? of the living room with the tree set up. You know people are going to be posting that sucker all weekend long. Do you think that one is safe to post? Wow. Uh-huh. If that tree's got a bunch of gifts underneath it, then you're... You're, you're absolutely right, Bundes. Yeah, you hard target. Oh, there's tons of gifts under the tree. Perfect time to bust in. People like to post pictures of themselves wrapping gifts. And if you see what they're wrapping, well, now you've basically given them a roadmap to what's going to be available when they break in. Well, uh, welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to my living room. As you'll see to my left, it's a brand new television. It is a 85-inch Hitachi with picture-in-picture also. 
as the latest state-of-the-art uh, 4K. I don't even know what a new TV has. Sorry, guys. That's about as far as I could go, but it could be yours if you break into my house. But, you know, you're also, when you take a picture of that living room with the tree in it and it's a wide angle, you're also giving burglars, security experts, say, a roadmap as to, okay, we're going to go in through that door, we're going to hit the tree, we're going to hit the TV, we're going to hit that stereo, and then we're going to go out through that window right there. You've given them a roadmap to the interior of your home. So so what do you do? They say take a close-up of the tree. If you want to take a picture of the table all decorated, do a close-up of the table. Don't do a wide angle where you're giving them a roadmap to the interior of your place. You'll notice right to the left of the television, the brand new Xbox Series X. Available in multiple sizes and colors. Actually, I don't think it is. Once again, I've talked myself into a corner where I know nothing about the product. But it can be yours if you follow the roadmap I've provided on social media on how to break into my house. This is what burglars are doing nowadays, right? They're looking at you. They can tell the number of your house. They know where you live. You've given them a roadmap to the interior. They know what to bring. They know how many duffel bags they're going to need, and they know which door they're going to leave out. Yeah, well, yeah, I mean, they've been saying that about, like, posting vacation pictures while you're on vacation. Yeah, you shouldn't do for that. For a long time, right? Yeah, you got to be careful. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone. Like Andy's kid. (laughs) For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.